Welcome back to Throne Hands. It's me. It's Toby. Toby's back again. Oh, what a, this is crazy. But Toby, we, we were literally just talking about this seconds ago. This fight card is stacked. Yeah, I think this one's flying under the radar a little bit. Um, I think people look at the main event. They see like, oh, an unranked guy in a main event. But that, that's a good fight. And the whole rest of the card is just littered with good fights as well. Yeah, it is. Um, lots of interesting things in the MMA world in the past three days since we've been away. But we'll get to that. But we we have fights to talk about. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys real quick. And we're just going to hop right into it. Um, first fight is Alexander Romanov versus Blagoy Ivanov. Um, Romanov had a putrid performance against Alexander Volkov in his last fight. I, I think I think that's a fair way to describe it. He So he I think he got down to like 236 in his fight before that. He went back to uh, Moldova to train or something like that, and he gained it all back, and Volkov put on a clinic. <laughs> Dude, yeah, putrid, pathetic, abysmal. I mean, there's so many adjectives to describe that performance, but it's crazy because this guy looked like a world beater, man. Like a few fights before, people were talking about, you know, this guy's going to be the next champion. He had great wrestling. He was just They were talking animal. about him and John. Like he said, I want John Jones. Yeah, and people were like, oh, you know, fair enough. And then just like the worst performance I've ever seen against uh, Volkov. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he he's defeated any world beaters. I mean, Martinez, he's one of the worst people to be signed during the whole. Yeah. Uh, Rogerio de Lima, okay, that's actually a decent win. Uh, yeah. Espino, Juan Espino, not great. Jared Vandera, not great. Chase Sherman, not great. Yeah. Outside of de Lima, Chase Sherman might be his best win. And somehow he ended up in the top 15. But Blagoy Ivanov's on the on the downturn in his career. And I think this is a pretty good uh, fight for him to get back on track. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, if this were a few fights before, I think this is clear, like Romanov, huge favorite, but Blagoy, he's a tough guy, man. Like if you've never watched him fight, this dude has maybe the best chin in all of the UFC. And, yeah. if, and if you've never watched him fight, then uh, look at his chest. He's been stabbed straight in the chest and they mention it on like every broadcast, but yeah, yeah he was nearly dead. But, John Anik, uh, make sure to mention guy. it. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> this could be a tough fight, you know. Um, but I could really see uh, Blagoy getting like a second or third round finish if Romanov comes in, can't get the takedowns, can't put him away on the feet, and he gets tired and he gets discouraged. I could definitely see that. Yeah, I could too. Hopefully, uh, Romanov comes in looking like this, uh, yeah. faded six pack kind of. I don't expect him to lose thirty pounds in three months. However, I expect him to look better. So if Romanov shows up in shape, he wins this easily. Um, so I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll take a chance on Romanov. I think he gets it by sub. Yeah, man, it's just a huge gamble. You know, after these last couple of fights, you just you really never know with this guy. Now, I mean, is he going to show up in shape? Hopefully. But... Yeah, I hope so too. What's your prediction for this one? Uh, to be completely honest, I'm not like super familiar with uh, Petrovic or Luana Carolina. I do know Carolina because she got uh, destroyed by Molly McCann with that spinning back elbow. 
That was one of those oh. vicious knockouts you'll ever see. But um, I don't think you recover from something like that. No, yeah. Then he you lost. Then don't. she lost a split to Joanne Wood. I mean, she's tough. You know, like that knockout. Don't get it uh, twisted. You know, she's tough, and she'll come forward with a lot of pressure. Yeah. And throw big strikes, but I mean, I don't yeah, know. Petrovic is making her debut. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know too much about Petrovic to be honest. Yes. Yeah. All right. Grom Kutatiladze. I don't think you even have to speak much on this versus Elvis Brenner. Elvis, I'm sorry, dude. Like, you're going to a different animal in Kutatiladze. <laughs> so I, I think Kutatiladze, but whatever he wants. Yeah, it's a it's a tough matchup, man. I mean, Garam, you know, we talked about this the other day, I think, but his two fights in the UFC are Demiris Magulov and Matosh Gamrat, and he beat Matosh Gamrat in his debut. Now, Elvis Brenner, I mean, he's a tough guy. I think he's one of the shoot-to-box guys. He fights with, like, I Charles Oliveira, yes. you know, all those guys, and they're a great camp. I mean, they've got a lot of good fighters coming out of there now, and he's going to come forward, pressure you, pressure you, try to get you down, but I just – you know, if guys like Demir and guys like Gamrat had trouble getting down Garam, what, like, I really don't see Elves getting him down, right? No. Like, yeah. So yeah. I think it's pretty cut and dry, uh, Garam, easily. Yeah. Look, he's a big lightweight, too. Look how shredded he has yeah. to get to get down there. Like, good Lord. This guy is shredded. The only thing is that he's not super active. But as we discussed previously, people just no, don't want to fight him. him. So it's a tough situation, but. We have a featherweight bout. Ooh. Uh, Yana Santos versus Carol Rosa. This was just added, so can't really pull anything up. Uh, Yana Santos probably fought pregnant a couple years ago. Um, yeah. Maybe he's great. Um, but Carol Rosa, I don't know, man. I, look, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not a big fan of women's bantamweight without Amanda Nunes. <laughs> Yeah, the the skill uh, drop off between Amanda and then everyone else is really significant, um, and I think it's going to be pretty evident in this fight. Honestly, I thought they scrapped the featherweight division. Is this just like a? I think I think these two, um, they both had bout. I think so. Santos had a fight canceled against. I don't remember, um, but Carol Rosa stepped in, and Yana didn't want to cut weight again, so they're like, we'll just move it up to featherweight. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, as far as the fight goes, I'm not too sure. If anyone doesn't know, Yana used to be Yana Kunitskaya, but she's married to Tiago Santos now. So that's cool. But That's a deadly uh, household. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as far as the fight goes, you know, probably favor uh, Yana Santos in this one, just slightly. Yeah. It's a toss-up, you know. It could yeah, be, it's it's going to be a decision, up. probably. It's going to be a split decision. I think the most boring fight ever was when Yana Santos just wrestled Ketlin Vieira. There's been I, some boring ones, man. I, I think that might be the most. I, I would rather watch paint dry than watch that again. Dude, would you rather watch Carlos Esparza versus Rosnami Yunus? I'd honestly fight? rather watch that one because oh. Giannis Santos just laid and did just enough for the ref not to stand him. It was horrible. Horrible. Jeez. Jeez. All right. Joe Anderson Brito versus Weston Wilson. It's a fun fight. Um, yeah. I like, I like Brito a lot. He He's a fun fighter. Um, yeah. I don't know what to think about Mr. Wilson. Um, but I think Wilson's making his debut. I'm not certain. Yeah, he's making uh, his debut. Yeah, his debut. But yeah, Brito, he's good, man. Um, I remember we knocked out Andre Feely. That was like, you know, second oh, yeah. or third fight in the UFC. And Feely is no slouch. He's fought some of the best guys in the division. No. He's fought like Cub Swanson, Max Holloway. He's fought a ton of good guys. And he fought Bill Algio in his debut. So like, yeah, that's a tough ask. And then he beat Alexander. Like he, he's, 
He's fought some tough guys to open up his career in the UFC. So I, I think Brito takes this, man. Yeah, I would agree. He's a legit, uh, really good prospect. Um, he comes out like just blazing. You know, he's one of those guys just comes out right out of the gate, tries to get you out of there. So we'll mm-hmm. see um, if this goes into a later round, what happens. But like you said, this is the debut of Wilson. So we'd have yeah. to see with him too. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think uh, Brito takes it by uh, KO, second round. Yeah, I could too. Um, we are about to find out where Kevin Lee fits into this mess. Um, assalamu alaikum, Kevin Lee. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, <laughs> he is a he's a new converted Muslim, if you didn't know. So cool stuff there. Nice, yeah. Uh, Ali Abdelaziz is his new manager, and he might have uh tickled Dana a little bit to get Kevin Lee back into the into the UFC after that abysmal performance against uh Diego Sanchez. An old yeah. Diego Sanchez, not prime, old Diego Sanchez. Uh, a post-Joshua Fabia Diego Sanchez. Ugh. <laughs> that was terrible. But they couldn't have put him up against a harder dude to come back to for not Fakratinov. That that this oof. dude, you not like you and I said, Kevin Lee's too big for lightweight, but he's too small for welterweight. This guy is legit welterweight, and he is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think, uh, you know, Ali got him back in the UFC, but Dana was like, look, I'm going to let you back in, but you got to fight the hardest guy probably that's not ranked in the whole division. Right. And so this is just a really tough matchup. I mean, Kevin Lee, you know, hasn't exactly had a great win in a while. Well, the Gregor Gillespie fight, that was, you know, three, four years ago at this point, that was a beautiful knockout. But outside of that, you know, the Diego Sanchez win doesn't really mean much. Yeah, he got he lost to D-Rod, got dropped in that fight, I think. He um, lost to Oliveira, lost to RDA. He got finished by RDA, finished by Oliveira. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he was once a very, very talented guy. Like, don't get it, don't get me wrong. He was once the top prospect in the division. He almost beat Tony Ferguson in their interim yeah, title fight. He had so, him at one point. But, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, he just can't stay consistent. I think you mentioned this last time we were on that. He's just a little too uh, big for lightweight, a little too small for welterweight. So, I don't know. He doesn't fit anywhere into here. I think he's going to fit into Bellator, to be honest. <laughs> he's going to join his brother Keith in Bellator. Yeah, unfortunately, after this yeah, one. The, the, I think Fakradinov subs him in like the second or something. It, it's going to be a – it might be a wash, bro. <laughs> Yeah, this this dude, I mean, he has like infinite cardio, it seems like he will take you down a hundred times, he'll strike with you on you know, on the feet, no problem. I mean, this guy's just a killer, man. He's he's interesting, man. This I think he'll be he'll fit right into the top fifteen. No problem. Yeah. He he made Ryan battle look like a child. <laughs> yeah, dude. And man, welterweight is getting crazy heated right now. You've got, yeah, it, um, it's, it's a fun division. Hamza. Uh, you've got, um, Rachmanov. Rachmanov. I mean, these guys, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We have, we have, we have a, some matchups we have to talk about. So we'll talk about more welterweight more in a few moments, but Bruno Fajeda versus, uh, nurse Sultan Ruziboyev. I looked this dude up from Uzbekistan. This dude is a savage. Um, this is a middleweight bout. I that surprised me because he fought in lightweight. Um, wow! And for Fajeda beat um, RoboCop. So it's like I don't know. Maybe maybe in the he fought him in Brave. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know maybe if they do their divisions a little differently over there. But they I don't might. know. I looked they this might. dude up. He can wrestle. 
He can strike. He can do just about anything. He's very well-rounded. Uh, but Bruno Fajeda is a tough matchup to come into the UFC against. Yeah, man. Uh, Nurseltown, he seems legit. Yeah, he's. I've watched a little bit of him. He seems like he's a very well-rounded, good athlete. Yeah, Bruno Ferreira, um, I wouldn't say he's overly talented in, in any one area, but he has devastating power. Like his knockout yeah. of Gregory Rodriguez, it was a clean one-punch KO. Did it like he followed up, but he did not need to follow up. Like that was a violent, violent knockout with one shot. So there, he's always got that nuclear option. And you know, I don't know. Robocop was kind of beating him up in that fight. He wasn't really looking that good. But if you have that in your back pocket, then you know it doesn't really matter too much. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh this is a tough one to choose. Uh Nurzeltan's actually favored. Um yeah. but I mean Fajeda has that one hitter quitter power, man. So I, I think I'll take Fajeda. It's a but I do it's a toss-up for me, man. It's almost a pick him too in the odds. Yeah, it's definitely a toss-up. I would almost favor Nurzeltan just because I think he's gonna just grind out a decision. You know, he, he's fought some high level competition, he's got good cardio good wrestling, good grappling. I think he's probably just going to, if he can avoid that power shot, I think he'll just take a decision. Yeah, for sure. Um, This fight, Ishmael Bonfim versus Benoit Saint-Denis. This is a fun fight, man. Uh, Bonfim coming off a win against uh, Terrence McKinney. Might be the knockout of the year as of right now. Spectacular win. I mean, one of the best knockouts you'll ever see. And then um, Gabriel Miranda, uh, Benoit Saint Denis' last fight was a loss against Gabriel Miranda. Benoit Saint Denis is the victim of that horrible ref from 267, I think. Um, that fight should have been stopped rounds before, and the ref got uh, kicked out of the arena. So, yeah, oh, that was bad. That was that was horrible. But this is a fun fight, man. I, I expect banger through and through. Yeah, um, I, I'm leaning pretty heavy towards Bonfim. I'm really high on him as a prospect. I think he's going to do a lot in this division. But I will say, Benoit Saint-Denis is a super tough guy. And he's, you know, he, he gets into bangers. You know, you can never count him out. He's going to probably try to draw him into a war. We'll see what happens. But I think Bonfim, he's calm under pressure. And, you know, Terrence McKinney is really good. So I think Bonfim gets it done. Yeah, I do too. It's, I think Bonfim probably gets the decision. Benoit Saint-Denis is so tough. Like that's, that's a tough guy to um, take out. Oh, Saint-Denis beat Miranda. It's been a long day guys. All right. Ariana Lipsky versus Melissa Gat Melissa Gatto. Um, interesting fight. Uh, the Polish Brazilian Ariane Lipsky. Um, very solid. I think she's a solid fighter. Um, she always manages to find a way off the chopping block once she's very, very close to it. Um, that's a good way to describe her UFC career. And then Melissa Gatto, um, she's all right. You know, she, she does her thing. She's nothing too special. I don't think, but, um, she did lose to Tracy Cortez and she hasn't fought in like a year. So it's, it's an interesting situation. Um, interesting fight. Um, but this is, I don't know. It's, I think it's the only women's fight, uh, the second women's fight on the card. It's probably the best women's fight on the card. So I think Lips could pull out a uh, submission here. So this is a fun fight, though. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It seems like it's a bit of high placement on the card, I would say. That is but, true. But then again, I mean, Ariana Lipsky, which is like the queen of violence, I think that's her nickname. And she gets into fun fights. So I wouldn't be surprised if this one turns out to be kind of a back and forth war here. Yep, the queen of violence. I think this one's a toss up, to be honest. Oh, she, oh, that's right. She beat J.J. Aldridge in the last fight. Yeah. 
Priscilla Cachueta. Uh, Mindy Bone. She's fought some good people as of late. Um, yeah, yeah. She's on the upswing. But this is a fun fight. Max Griffin versus Michael Morales. Uh, Max Griffin always brings it. If you want to watch, if you want bangers, man, Max Griffin's your guy, honestly. And then Michael Morales always brings the heat, too. Undefeated. Um, and, no, this is not Spider-Man, but um, had to make that joke. Um, but this is, you know, Morales beating Trevin Giles. Uh, Max Griffin, one, he had a great fight against um, Neil Magny back in Columbus a year and a half ago or so, but I was there. Fun fight. But, oh, yeah, right. It's the oh, share. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I got it off the UFC website in November for $15. They were selling it for oh, 80 wow. at the fight. So I'm like, I'll wait, and then I'll get the shirt. Dude, the merch but, at fights is ridiculously <laughs> overpriced. It's unbelievable. But tons of people get it anyway. Yeah, it's like a 200% upcharge. Yeah, it's I'm like, crazy. why not just, yeah, I'm like, I'll just wait like half a year and buy yeah. the shirt at like 80% off. So it's, it's ridiculous. It. Yeah. It's the same shirt. <laughs> that's that's but, why I buy a bunch of jackets during the summer, you know, and long pants and stuff. Cause it's like, well, it's just on sale, but exactly. I'll just wait to wear it during winter, you know? That's how you got to think of things. Oh, is your dog back there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love your dog. But what's your thoughts on this one, man? This is fun. Oh, this is a fantastic matchup, man. I was going back and watching some of uh, Max Griffin's fights, and I had forgotten about the Ramiz Brahma fight where he lands an elbow and Brahma's ear basically detaches and is falling off the side of his head. If you ever want to see a brutal, brutal fight, go watch that. His eye is all swollen up too, but his ear was basically falling off. But anyway, Max Griffin, man, he's got some violent knockouts. The one of Song Kanan, extremely violent. In a lot of his fights, oh, uh, I forgot about that. Like, even the ones that he's lost, even the Neil Magny fight, there's a good argument that he won that fight. Yeah, there um, is. He's super powerful. He, he's got pretty decent cardio considering how much hot like power he puts into every shot. And Michael Morales, you know, I mean, his last fight, I think, was against uh, Fugit, Adam Fugit. He was mm-hmm. look, he looked like he was gassing a little bit. Now, granted, he did end up getting the finish and, you know, but his hands were down. He was breathing pretty heavy. He didn't look great. Um, his cardio looked to be lacking a little bit. So hopefully in this fight, he comes prepared and he comes uh, with much better cardio. Now, you know, like I said, he still finished that last fight, but I think this is going to be uh, a pretty close one. But I would almost lean Max Griffin on this. But I, I do think Michael Morales is legit. It's going to be a fun fight. Yeah, it will be. Uh, uh, tough one to decide on. I think I think Max Griffin ekes it out. I think he finishes him. Yeah, he's got so much experience, too, in the UFC. He's got a good, you know, he's got a good many losses, but he's just got a lot of high-level experience. And he's been pretty hot as of late. I think, like, four out of his last five wins. Yeah, so. I completely agree. Um. The look at these odds, dude. The these odds are not steep enough in Demir Uzmagulov's favor. It's minus one forty five in favor of Uzmagulov. If you ever want to bet Uzmagulov, guys, this is the weekend to do it. <laughs> By the way, that's not betting advice. We're just telling you that these are the odds. Don't sue yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, don't sue us, man. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't see any path to to victory for Grant Dawson in this fight. I'm sorry, guys. Uh yeah, it's interesting, man. I mean. You know, I was thinking the same thing, right? Like Demir is incredibly talented, super well-rounded guy. He's he's quick. He has incredible cardio, fantastic wrestling, grappling. He does it all. But I was going back and watching some of uh, Grant Dawson's fights. He hasn't lost in the UFC so far. The only fight, um, he's had a draw. But other than that, he's won every single fight. Now, some of those performances have not been the greatest, right? He gassed in a lot of those fights. 
and ended up just kind of writing out decisions. But he has great submissions. Um, he had a fantastic finish over uh, Leonardo Santos, where it was like one second left, and he pounded him out with some hammer fist. With all that being said, though, I do think Demir is going to win this fight, but I think it's going to be fairly close. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, I th- I think you make some good points. Grant Dawson really hasn't lost in the UFC yet, so I don't know. We'll see. And I know Demir has that heart problem. I yeah. Think, so we'll see how you know how that's being treated and stuff. But yeah, all he, right. he, he's had some health issues, man. I think he was on crutches for a long time. Like he broke his leg or something. I don't know. He's had a yeah. lot of health issues, but Edge Lord Sean Strickland versus Abus Namagomedov. Um Abus Magomedov, rather. Do you think <laughs> the no if you know this, you know that uh this is who Chael was talking about that Nogero the Nogero brothers were feeding the carrots yeah. to? Abus. Abus. If you know, you know. Um, deep humor, but Edge Lord Sean Strickland, man. Um, props to him for taking this fight. He didn't have to take this fight. Um, he could have waited for some ranked opponents, but he said, you know, man, the pay was right, and uh I figured that I could take this. So Yeah, I saw that, man. I mean, you gotta love his confidence, you gotta love his willingness to accept tough fights, and you know, he's getting rewarded for it. What has he been in main events like? And like five of his last five, four of his last five fights or something have been main events. So. Yeah, let me see if we can look. I, I think, think the, the only one that wasn't was the Pereira fight. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, yeah, Armand versus Strickland, Hall versus Strickland. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he's looked pretty good. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, they see his personality, or, you know, they see him online and they're like, oh, I don't like this guy, but he's a good fighter. And yeah, he's a bit one dimensional. He stands up super tall. Like he's a very straight up fighter. He does a lot of hand fighting. He'll try to parry a lot of shots. And that's what got him finished against Pereira. But I think this is a not a terrible matchup for him. I mean, I think he'll, he'll do pretty good in this fight. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Abus has only had one UFC fight, and that was against uh, Dustin Soltzfus yeah. uh, in France. Um, and you know he didn't. He got knocked out in the PFL Championship, I think. So this is really, I don't know. This is interesting. Maybe they just want to inject some new talent into the middleweight division because it's, it doesn't seem like there's been a new guy to come into that top fifteen forever. No, yeah, they're definitely trying to do that. You know, they're doing it with Paulo Costa too. Um, yeah, they're trying to get these guys out of here. The top five, top ten has been pretty stagnant for a while at middleweight. That Paulo Costa fight versus uh, Ikram is going to be. Ooh, that should be a heater. fun one. That should be a fun It'll one. Be heater. Hopefully, Paulo Costa by uh, knockout. But anyway, I think Sean Shelton just grinds out a decision like he always does. He's just going to jab, 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 parry, 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 jab, jab, jab. That's how I see it going. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I think I think it's going to be a really close fight. Um, but I think Strickland's going to take this one. And I really hope that he at least faints some level changes because uh, people – don't realize he's actually a pretty solid wrestler. Yeah, a really good he wrestled, wrestler. He wrestled uh, Ermanson. Yeah, man, he, he's a re- he's a solid wrestler, and he's got good grappling as well. So, I would, even if he doesn't like fully commit to a lot of shots, I want to see him at least fainting these level changes, mixing things up. Um, I would love to see that. But yeah, I think also the X factor is just going to be experience, man. Like you said, Abus, he's only had one fight in the UFC against Dustin Soltzfus, and you just look at Strickland, just his past few fights. You're talking about. Nazardine, Imavov, Cannoneer, Pereira, uh, Hermanson, Uriah Hall. Like he's fought the best of the best. So yeah. Um, what did you think of that um video I sent of Sean Strickland road raging? 
I think he should definitely stop doing that because that's how you get killed. You talk to the wrong guy and they pull a gun on you and they kill you. <laughs> yeah. Part of it was like, Shazer's like, no, I don't, I don't really want to use weapons. I think we should just get out and fight. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm sure there's so many rational people out there who are just going to agree to a fist fight with you and not kill you in a road range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand you tr- completely trust yourself to get in a street fight with somebody because odds are they are not going to beat you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. However, <laughs> there's no rules in the streets, Sean. Dude, it doesn't matter with a gun or a knife or something. Yeah. No rules out there. The, the, those videos are hilarious, though, because he's, yeah. oh, no, man. I don't, I don't, I don't have a gun. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. He's got uh, some really deep issues that he needs to address, man. He's a very angry guy. <laughs> I mean, he's he funny, even though. said it himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's self-aware. He's self-aware for sure. He's self-aware. But Mexican Independence Fight Night, everybody. You're right about Sean Strickland. He is actually pretty damn self-aware. Yeah. (laughs) So you got to give him credit there. But all right. So Alexa Grasso, Valentina Shevchenko on the main card uh, is the headline for this Mexican Independence Fight Night. This is a fight night. Championship on a fight night. This is awesome. Um, But we got Kelvin Gaslam versus Shavkat Rachmanov as the co-main event. Woo! That is a heater. That is a heater. Dude, this is a battle of who has the biggest head in the UFC. Absolute blockhead, Kelvin Gastelum versus Rachmana. Like, these guys have ginormous heads. And (laughs) they're probably going to beat the crap out of each other. But it's going to be a fun one. And I think if anybody thinks that Rachmana is going to come in there and just run through him in, in a minute, I wouldn't be so sure. You know, at least maybe like three or four minutes. Like, come on. Give him a little credit, guys. I mean, this is a win. This is a, I mean, Shavka, people are saying, oh, this is a weird fight for Shavka. I'm like, no, it's not. Kelvin Gaston has name value and he's a great fighter. So, oh, yeah. and like no one in the top five is really a fit to fight right now. Cause you know, Bilal Muhammad's not going to fight anybody unless for a tie, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he hasn't shown me anything amazing. Like Ilya Taporia has in a sense, um, you know, Usman, I, I think, I think Shafkat, that's the only fight that Shafkat, other fight Shafkat would have taken. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Burns is hurt. Uh, Colby's fighting for the title. Yeah, it's just, welterweight's kind of a mess. It's always been a mess. Um, dude, yeah. I mean, but. Shmaev, yeah. who knows? Dude, people people who are discounting Kelvin Gastelum, look at his record. Anybody who wants to sleep on Kelvin Gastelum, this guy might have the best record in the welterweight like in terms of uh who he's fought not like actually who he's beat but just the guys that he's fought literally just former champion after former champion contender after contender yeah and he's uh, won uh, some and he's lost some but yeah i'm actually gonna go through some of them uh chris curtis was his last fight chris curtis source loser in the ufc let's be honest here <laughs> um jared cannonier he might have won that fight yeah it was close definitely close yeah uh, Bobby Knuckles, he ate some gnarly shots. Ian Heinish, um, Jack Manson, Darren Till, Israel Adesanya, Jacare, greatest fight Michael ever versus Bisping. Izzy. I don't care what anyone says, that's the greatest fight of all time. It's one of the greatest fights ever. Yeah, Vitor Belfort, Chris Wyman, uh, Tim Kennedy, Johnny yeah. Hendricks, Neil Magny, Nate Marquardt. It goes Tyron on and on, Woodman, man. Jake Ellenberger, like. Fought everybody. Trevor Story. Like Uriah Hall. Like, who hasn't this dude fought? You know what's even crazier? Isn't Kelvin Gaslam like 31? He's 31. 31. 
It's like, come on, man. Yeah, but with all this being said, and I respect the hell out of Kelvin Gastelum, I do think Shavkat gets it done. It's probably going to be a finish, but I think it's going to be a lot tougher than many people would expect. Yeah, I, I think Kelvin Gastelum can contend for a title at 170 personally. Yeah, oh, I keep forgetting this is at 172. And, I mean, that could make a big difference, man. You know, cutting that extra weight. You know, if he looks good, if he looks really good, who knows? But I mean, the thing is with Kelvin, he just has to get on the treadmill a little more. It's not like he's like a big muscular dude who has to shave down. No, no, he'll be fine. Ooh. No. I think Take Kelvin, that, honestly, yeah. I think he would benefit from being at welterweight because he actually is pretty fluid and he moves really well for his body. Type. Yes. He, he doesn't look like an athletic guy, but he is very athletic for he's whatever a freak reason. Athlete. He's such a good athlete. So I, I like the move as long as he stays disciplined, like you said. And I think he's been training with Cejudo a lot um, at that fight-ready uh, camp out there in Arizona. So I think he's going to be in pretty good shape for this fight. And he's got to know. I mean, this is like the most – this is a critical fight for him. Yeah, this is this is the most critical point in his career. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Jake Matthews will fight Miguel Baeza at UFC 291. Heater. Banger. Another heater on that card, bro. That is Big old awesome. banger. Um, Cheeto versus uh Cejudo's off. Cejudo has a tear in his right shoulder. I saw uh, that. Cheeto called out Piotr Jan. Fun matchup. I'm all for it. Sign me up, dude. Yeah, that's super unfortunate about Henry Cejudo, but that that would be a great fight too. Um, Jan versus Cheeto. Honestly, though, I I gotta say I think Jan would honestly dominate that fight. His pressure, the volume that he puts out. And he's got such good defense, man. Because Cheeto capitalizes on um, like defensive laps that people have, but I don't think Piotr Jan is just going to have that lapse in defense like many other fighters would. He's so yeah. sound uh, it, when, when it comes to boxing defense. Yeah, it'll be an interesting fight if that ever happens. I hope it does because that'd be I hope sick. It does too. Yeah, um, it makes it makes sense too. Yeah, it does. Absolutely, Tracy Cortez will fight Jasmine Jesudovakis. Uh, Mexican, Just, yeah, Vicious, I think. I don't know, man. That's a tough name. It sounds yeah, like it a, is. Sounds like a, a Roman last name, Jesuda Vegas. But uh, Tracy Cortez, that's Brian Ortega's uh, girlfriend. I think they broke up. Oh, sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to open that wound. Hey, man. Hey, one moment for Brian. Yeah, that's a big loss, honestly. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. man. That's one moment of silence. One minute. One, one moment. All right, we're back. Uh, but yeah, that sucks. Um, and it sucks. It, it sucks for Tracy too, man. Come yeah, on, yes. they, 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 he's they a handsome like, guy, man. They seem like a power couple. Like, yeah. Like, oh, okay, here we go. UFC power couple incoming. Yeah, Bernard Tigan. He's a handsome guy. He was doing those Modelo commercials for a long time. You know, he's the Toyo Tires man. He's dog. a Toyo Tires guy. Yeah, come on, that sucks. <laughs> you know, when I first saw that, I'm like, out of all the people you could have chose to box Toyo Tires, Brian Ortega. I know the known boxer Brian Ortega. Right? Although his, his boxing has looked crisp in his past couple of fights, so it's getting a little better. Yeah, he's been hitting the tire, man. That's 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 what he's no, been doing, dude. I think it was ever since the Holloway fight, and Holloway grabbed his hands and was showing him how to block mid fight. I yeah. think uh, that really helped Humbling. him out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mean Hakeem Duwadu is back, uh, fighting Cub Swanson. That's a bad. Oh Cub, oh Cub. I mean, Cub kind of had a bit of a resurgence, though. You know, had the Daniel Pineda finish. He had the finish of Darren Elkins, and Elkins is a tough dude. But, yeah, that's a tough matchup, man. Isn't – Darren Elkins has that tattoo on him, like, the danger, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's um, a fun guy to watch. Super good chin, but 
yeah, yeah, correct him, man. Yeah. Oh, he um, did. Oh, yeah, he did lose to Jonathan Martin. I forgot he got beat up pretty bad in his last fight. Yeah. Cub. Damn. Bellator yeah. fight. Oh, Chris uh, Lencioni had that um, cardiac arrest. He's finally responding to stuff. So. Oh yeah! So, thank thank goodness. Yeah, let's hope that dude's having a, a, a solid recovery. Um, okay, we got to talk about Edge Lord, uh, Sean Strickland real quick. This dude is nuts, man. Like. Like he is he I didn't I didn't think he'd get more out of pocket than he has this week. What is he up to now? I haven't really been watching like the press he, conferences. He, he, or said, he said uh like women shouldn't we should go back to the time when women couldn't vote and like so we can give all the income to the males so we can have like a one uh, income household type thing again. Wow, that is a that's an interesting take. <laughs> that's pretty edgy, isn't it? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I saw some video of this like twenty something year old uh female youtuber who was basically making the same argument her name was like just pearly things i was like what <laughs> like what are you you're advocating for your own oppression i mean yeah. <laughs> that's cool i guess people people are questionable these days man it's all about attention bro in the case of sean strickland though i did not about attention he's a very legit guy it seems like the dude's got conviction if nothing else he's got conviction yeah really um outside of that that's really all there's been but I, I haven't been. I haven't stopped thinking about uh, Ilya Taporia, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> dude. No, I will say I think we missed the biggest news, which is that Conor McGregor has a handlebar mustache, and people are freaking out about it now. Wait, what? Yeah, I didn't hear. About yeah, this. um, he looks uh not in great shape. Also, his team not in great shape. No, uh, oh, and five ultimate fighter. They're doing awful. So. Dude, how much do you think he coaches? Not at all. He probably just tells them about how many awesome wins he has and all the crazy adventures that he's been on. Well, I knocked out Jose. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, we know, I man. Went, we I saw, went, but can you give I me... went jab, box step, left hook, have yeah. a fist. It's, it's like, yeah, so how do I apply that to my fight that's coming up? He's like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to one of his other coaches. Yeah, and come the over thing, here. And the thing is, I think Connor could actually be a fantastic coach. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's got good insight, I'm sure. Yeah, just just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, yeah, man, that's all I got. Do you got anything else? Um, no, I think I actually just saw this headline about uh the UFC was able to reduce the amount paid to fighters by over thirty million dollars from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty one, despite um like a huge increase in uh profit, and also they merged with the WWE um sometime last year, so they just like have grown exponentially basically, but they're still managing to pay guys less. I will say that was from bjpen.com. I'd have to verify that through other sources. So bjpen.com. Take that with a grain of salt, guys. Take it. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, that'll do it for us here um, on Throwing Hands. When we come back, uh, we'll review Fight Night Strickland versus uh, Mago Medov. And then, yeah, man, it's International Fight Week. Yeah, awesome. Really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it too, but we'll see you guys next time. Peace out, man.